Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's another episode of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. His dad was that one guy that won 51 times on the PGA Tour, you know, Hall of Famer Billy Casper. We thank you for joining us each and every week right here on the show. It's a big week. We're presented by Callaway Golf, and it's launch week for Callaway with the new Maverick Drivers, Fairway Woods, Irons. They're in play. We got triple track putters out. Are you kidding me? Mind blown right now with uh, what Callaway is doing and uh, more to come as well. So we'll look forward and you will get some inside scoop from the guys themselves at Callaway Golf coming up on this show. Dave Neville, Senior Director of Brand Management, will be stopping by with all the scoop on the Maverick drivers and fairway woods. Also, uh, coming up next week, we're going to, you know, it's PGA Merchandise Show Week. We're going to be catching up on putters. We're going to be catching up on irons, all kinds of stuff uh, still to take place. And by the way, uh, just because so we are celebrating a long-time partnership with Callaway Golf, and we just completed 20 years on the radio. We're giving it back. We've got three, not one, not two, but three Callaway Maverick drivers to give away on our three social platforms at Twitter, at Real Golf, Real Golf Radio on Instagram and Facebook. So all you got to do is get out there, Bob, and register. Give us a follow. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Yep. Give us a follow, give us a like, and then um, on on Instagram, tag three of your friends. On Twitter, you just got to repost it, and uh, and also on Facebook, tag as many people as possible. There you go. That enters you. We're keeping an eye on it. We got a randomizer that's going to draw on January thirtieth. They're giving away three of these new beautiful drivers, Maverick drivers from Callaway Golf. So also, we are going to talk about Phil Mickelson, lefty fig jam. You know, whatever you want to call him, man, Phil Mickelson, Phil the Thrill, he is absolutely the greatest showman, and he's hosting the American Express this week out in the desert where he's a two-time winner and finished just a shot back a year ago. He's making his uh, return, and uh, we got Phil stories from you, from the caddy. We're going to talk about our favorite memories and look at the history 
and the career of Phil Mickelson. We're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy for some stories. We're going to talk Dave Neville, as we mentioned, and then Rex Hoggard will join us from Golf Channel, the senior writer, as we talk about some of the big names debuting in 2020 on the PGA Tour. Are you ready for this one, buddy? Oh, I'm ready for this one. It's great. It's fun to be back, to see the PGA Tour back here on the mainland uh, at uh, Palm Springs and then jumping next week into the Farmers Insurance Open with the big boys coming back to play, all of them. Yeah, looking forward. We'll tell you what we think and what we predict from these guys coming up. Just getting started. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. 
And this segment is brought to you by Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. The new Maverick driver from Callaway Golf. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And after you explore it and find the one you want, you want to be sure to register right here, Real Golf Radio social sites, where you can win one of three Maverick drivers we're giving away right here on Real Golf Radio. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Real Golf, at Real Golf Radio on Instagram, as well as Facebook. Do what it says there on the post. Tag some friends, like it, do all that kind of stuff, repost it, and you are in and entered, and Randomizer just might pick you uh, to win a brand-new driver from Callaway. we got three of them. We don't have that many people on social. we got to boost our social. Give us a little follow on social already. We've been doing this 20 years. We're a little bit old, but we're not past social. We want a part of you. We want you to be a part of us, and we're going to give you a little incentive to do that. So jump out there, give us a follow, and uh, have some fun with us. Join the conversation as well at Real Golf on Twitter and Real Golf Radio on social and Instagram. All right, Bob, uh, it is time to talk a little greatest showman. Phil the Thrill Mickelson. Lefty. I mean, the guy who's a righty learned how to swing lefty by watching his dad mirror image his swing, had a little Mm -hmm. green in his backyard, learned how to hit little wedge shots out of a bunker there, just came up with some of the best touch and some of the best showmanship that you'll find in the game of golf. He definitely is today's Arnold Palmer, in my opinion. He's the people's champion. He's the the people's player. And and, and I'll tell you what, I have been, as as much as, as we talk about how fortunate we are, to have uh, grown up and and uh, been around for the Tiger Woods era, which we certainly are, and this is this is not a Tiger versus Phil discussion, but in that same vein, Phil Mickelson, outside of what Tiger has accomplished, is absolutely the greatest player, uh, the next greatest player, I should say. You know what? This is making it sound bad. Phil Mickelson is is right up there as the top player in this generation. 44 wins on the PGA Tour, five major championships, and just a, a thrill to watch all along the way. Even when he doesn't win. It's he's fun to watch. Yeah, he is fun to watch. Uh, as you said, five major championships. He won the Masters in f- 2004, 2006, and 2010. He won the PGA Championship in 2005, the U.S. Open. Um, he is a six-time runner-up in the U.S. Open, and then he won the Open Championship in 2013. Pretty amazing that it took him till 2004 to garner his first major championship you remember it was all the talk entering every major championship that phil was oh for whatever and he was coming into that masters in 2004 of course masters always being the first major championship of the season and so there's been all this talk will phil get it done he was oh for 46 going into the 2004 it was his 47th major championship and phil mickelson gets it done with that brilliant putt on the 72nd hole the big jump in the air we were sitting right there next to the green we got a picture of us right there um, you know, right behind him with the jump. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely fantastic. To me, uh, of all the great memories, and we've been going 20, I have, you've been going longer, Bob. I go in 20 years to the Masters. And all the great things that we've experienced, that one is the one that stands out to me because of the 0 for 46 and because Phil was such a popular player and the way he got it done making the the, the putt on the 72nd hole to clinch it. And it was just, I, I don't remember um, a, a feeling like that. Tiger's wins had feelings, different yeah. kinds of feelings. This was a, this it was entirely all on its own because I think people felt like it was a little bit of the underdog, if you will, finally getting it done, finally coming through, overcoming those demons. And uh, it, uh, people were just so excited for Phil in 2004. It was quite the energy. Yeah. It, the thing that, 
was interesting on the final green is that when he made that jump, it was almost like everybody was kind of shocked. He did it, so to speak, you know? Yeah, I think that I think you hit it right on the head. Even he was a yep. little shocked, which yep. is, I think, why I don't think I've ever seen him he jump. he came down and he had that, oh, <laughs> look on his face, you know? That just After. happened. <laughs> hey, I won. Yeah, right? Uh, but like you said, 0 for 46, you know, his first win on the PGA Tour was in as, as an amateur in 1991. He won the, the Northern Telecom Open, it, Tucson Open, basically. Uh, he won as an amateur. He was still playing golf at uh, uh, Arizona State University. And, and he stayed in school, didn't turn professional. He stayed in school for another, oh, probably year or so. And, uh, and then won his first event on the PGA Tour as a professional in 1993 at the Buick Invitational, which is being played next week. But it took him 10, 11-plus years for him to get his first major after after all that was said and done. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And Phil had already proven that he was— 22 wins by that time. There you go. That's what I was going to say. He was a prolific winner already on the PGA Tour. I mean, you think about that, Bob. You always talk about that 20-win mark. Phil was already at 22 when he came in there, and that, I mean, that, that is saying a lot, and that's why he was, you know, you talk about best not to win a major. I mean, Phil Mickelson defined that category. It wasn't even close before he won in 2004. Since that, that time, Sergio probably led the way, but didn't have the same impact or no. effect that what Phil Mickelson did. No, and like you said, 22 wins, um, Sergio didn't get to that point. No, no, no. When he won his first major. Sergio has not won 20 events on the PGA Tour. Phil did it early in his career, 10 years into it. And uh, pretty amazing to see what he did. And then Tiger Woods comes along. And, you know, when he's, what, eight or nine years into eight, what did he have? Nine wins. Nine wins when Tiger Woods jumped into the fray Mm. and – um. Those two have really carried the torch for the PGA Tour. It's been pretty fun to watch, and it's been really fun to watch Lefty. So 35 wins in the Tiger Woods era. I mean, that is yeah. that's phenomenal. I mean, there's, yeah. there's just nobody's even close, you know, in that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Phil is, 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 uh, is one of those generational-type players. And certainly, you know, when I look back on it, um, Bob, when you, when you talk about uh, windows, you know, I like to bring up windows and how how, mm-hmm. how guys leave the windows open, how long they can windows dominate. Windows of opportunity, yeah. You bet. And and Tiger dominated it the, the for the biggest window that I've at least in my lifetime. But you think about the consistency of Phil Mickelson. What was it? Nineteen ninety three? What did you say? Nineteen ninety one? Nineteen ninety one is when he won as an amateur, and ninety three was his first year on tour as a professional. So in nineteen ninety one, he won his first PGA Tour event, and then he just won his forty fourth at the age of forty. Eight, almost forty nine, mm-hmm. um, at last, last year, year at Pebble Beach. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at that span. Like that, that is unbelievable uh, that he could be a winner on tour for that time. Now he did have some droughts along the way, but for the most part, he was he's been pretty darn consistent as one of the guys that you got to look at entering any tournament on the PGA Tour just because he he has so much skill, so much talent. And, of course, we know what he's famous for, and that's the wedge game, the short game. And he's had a bulky putter, especially in short putts, you know, over the years. But, uh, boy, he, he's got plenty of distance, 
and he's got the creativity to to and and the the moxie, Bob, to take yeah. on shots that a lot of guys wouldn't take on, and that probably cost him. It's probably the reason why the six times a runner up in the U.S. Open because it is the stiffest test and does is so demanding with with the shot making. And Phil probably took some chances or did some things. You know, let's not forget this is a guy that played with two drivers. This guy that played with no drivers. I mean, he has mm-hmm. employed some serious strategies out there in in his attempts to win out on the PGA Tour. My dad often said that you know Arnold Palmer in his early days, he's he's the he was the the ultimate risk reward player. Um, my dad said that if if there was a, a flag stick in the top of a pine tree, Arnold Palmer would shoot at the flag instead of trying to play safe. Kind of same with. Phil Mickelson, yeah. very, very much a risk reward player. Remember the shot that he hit out of the trees there on the 13th hole out of the pine straw with the six iron and hit in there about five or six feet um, there at Augusta National to win his. Well, it started him on his on his second win there at Augusta National. But then, you know, you you think about how he relates with the crowd, how he how he relates to people in the crowd, how he signs lots of autographs. Uh, giving people thumbs up, all that kind of thing. Very reminiscent of what Arnold used to do as well. No, no doubt. And you, you know, uh, let's go back to that shot. You know, because not only did he hit a six iron out of the palm pine straw through the trees over Ray's Creek, but it was a tucked flag. It, in a sense, it was yeah, right front, right front edge. It's, yep. In a sense, you're short sighted from that angle, yep. if you will. And mm-hmm. it's a par five, and he 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 threads it through the trees just enough to carry and then sticks it and unfortunately missed the eagle putt. So he missed the opportunity to, to really cap it off. Nonetheless, uh, makes the birdie and, and would go on to win the Masters. Just phenomenal. Just one of many stories that we'll continue to talk about Phil Mickelson throughout the day, especially get in with the caddy. But coming up next, it's inside edition, if you will, the scoop on the new Maverick driver, Dave Neville, Senior Director, Brand Management, Callaway Golf, gives us the insight next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf featuring special holiday offers from titleist save on titleist pro v1 pro v1x and avx golf balls for only 39.99 a dozen and save 30 dollars on titleist bokey sm7 wedges for only 119.99 and while you're there register to win free golf balls for a year you went to golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee you went to golf helping golfers holiday dreams come true since 1971 Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Thanks for being with us each and every week on the show. Again, the website, realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf, and uh, at realgolfradio is where you can find us on the rest of our social channels, Insta and Facebook. And by the way, if you're not following us, please do so as we are, uh, we haven't even told our next guest this yet, but uh, we are giving away one of these brand new Callaway AI-created, next-level distance, Maverick drivers, which just launched this week, courtesy of Real Golf Radio and our friends at Callaway Golf and the Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway. The man that's responsible for bringing this awesome instrument to the marketplace joins us right now, Dave Neville. Hey, Dave, how are you, man? Hi, guys. Good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. It's always good to have you on the show, and uh, sorry we're not sitting in your super cool studio there where you're hosting now. Congratulations on that gig. Everything looks sweet, and uh, the deep dive with Doc was awesome. Thank you very much. You know, yeah, we we have the Cowboy Talks. We got a we got a new set. We got new music, a new logo, and uh, I'm in the host chair now. Yeah, and you look good. It's a good chair for you. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about this, man. This was obviously a big launch week. We've been anticipating, you know, the new driver. Uh, just, just give us the the overview before we do our little deep dive. What is Maverick? Well, the idea behind Maverick is this idea of unconventional thinking, and it really goes back to our founder, Mister Ely Calloway. He, everyone called him a maverick. Everything he did, whether it be in product, in sales, in marketing. It was kind of, it was Maverick. It was different. And that's what we wanted to bring to the entire Maverick line. So what you're going to see is artificial intelligence and machine learning now applied all the way across the entire product line. So you got, you got three drivers. Uh, tell us a, a little bit about the standard versus the max versus the sub-zero. Yeah, so we have, we have three drivers, um, as you said, Bob. And we'll start with the standard model. This is the model that's going to fit 
probably 60 to 70% of players. It's our fastest head. You're going to have that AI face, which we call the flash face SS20. It also has a really, really unique shape. We're calling it a cyclone arrow shape. When you look at it in person, it's really obvious. The tail is basically removed from the driver, and that really helps with drag. It really makes that driver extremely, extremely fast. So that's your standard model. Then we have the Sub-Zero model, and Sub-Zero has been huge for us over the last few generations. It's that idea of high MOI with low spin, typically for the better player, but not always, really for that player who wants to, to cut out spin. It's a little bit smaller head, too, 450cc. And then we have the Max Driver. And the Max Driver is exciting because it's almost like two drivers in one. It's something different than we've ever had before. So if you put that weight in the draw position in the heel, you have a driver that's even more draw capable than Rogue Draw. If you put the weight, heavy weight in the back, you have the most forgiving driver that we've ever made. So a really unique offering there uh, with the Max Driver that we think can fit a lot of players. And the reason why we have three drivers is we feel like that will help fit the maximum number of players. Dave Neville joining us from Callaway Golf, talking about the new Maverick drivers, which are now out. So, uh, Dave, I, I guess when you mentioned some of the technology in here, the AI, um, the flash face, you know, those types, those are things we've heard in the past, right? These are things that you've developed and used in other um, previous products. Talk about how this all comes together and what makes, I guess, all of this unique, putting it together with Maverick. Yeah, so really it's a huge leap forward, Brian, over the past year. So last year we talked about Epic Flash and the Flash face and this idea of the 15,000 virtual prototypes that we made of the face. What we've been able to do over the past year is more than double our investment in AI and machine learning. So that's allowing us to create unique faces for each of the models of the driver. And then in the fairway wood, each of the models there and every loft in every fairway wood has a unique and different face as well. It also extends all the way out to the iron. So just, it's a huge, huge leap forward from where we've been in just one year. So, so as far as you, you were talking about the playability for everybody, um, you know, standard max or sub zero, what are most of the guys on tour using right now that, that have put it in play? I know Xander Shoffley's absolutely loved it. Yeah, so Xander was the first one to put it in play. He tested it in, in Japan in one the event over there, the PGA Tour event over there. Just absolutely loved it. He put it in play at the President's Cup, was the first one. Obviously, he played amazingly well at the President's Cup and at Kapalua as well. This week is our first major launch week. We're, we're in the desert for the Amex Classic. So we had 11 in play last week in Hawaii, but we don't have the tour van out there. So I expect a lot more to be in play this week, a lot of the, the guys are gravitating towards the Sub-Zero model. They actually have a couple other models out there as well, a Sub-Zero D, some variants of the, of the Sub-Zero. But the Sub-Zero model tends to be that better player. A lot of tour players are liking it. And then we're getting a lot of players into that standard model because that is our fastest shape. And obviously the guys always want to hit it farther. Yeah, Dave, I heard that fastest shape and I'm a sub zero guy typically because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a high spinner and yet I hear that fastest shape. So now I got a little bit of uh, FOMO that maybe if I'm not in the standard, I'm missing something. Yeah. The standard is really, it's a shape that we've never had before in Callaway history. It's worth looking at. If you go out to CallawayGolf.com, you can see a comparison between the three different models and they just, 
really are unique. So traditional driver design, you this idea of having the center of gravity low and deep, really having the, the tail of the driver tail off towards the back. And we have something completely different uh, with this cyclone arrow shape in the standard. The tail is really, really high. It looks like the back part of the driver has been removed. Yet in the playing position, they all look very, very similar. It really has that classic Callaway shape in the playing position. All right, so I got to ask you real quick, Dave. You went through a fitting, and uh, we couldn't talk about it last week, but I want to hear about it. What was your experience? Because I think even you said uh, you mentioned to me that you were even surprised uh, at how the numbers came out for you. Yeah, so it, it was phenomenal. What we did is uh, we've got a fitting room podcast. So the the fitting room podcast out there on CallawayGolf.com or, or through iTunes, where we we take a deep dive into fitting aspects of the driver. So myself and co-host Nathan Adelman, we went down to the Performance Center to get fit by Garrett Pond, who's the top fitter. He's the guy who fits uh, Mickelson uh, as well. And we hit all three of the drivers. We actually got dialed in with all three of them and even with the shafts as well to really see the differences. And I think what was very cool was to see a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about from an R&D standpoint and marketing. It's actually true when, when, when you try it out. So the standard model was the fastest head for me, but the one that was the most consistent was actually the max model. And for me, it's the max model with the heavy weight in the rear. So with the heavy weight in the draw position, that's just too much draw because I like to draw it already. And I don't necessarily fight the slice. So in a draw position, that was too much, but you put it in the rear, it still has some draw capability, but I just saw a lot more, consistency uh, there with the, the max model. And I've been, I've been gaming the Maverick standard for a while and absolutely loved it. Um, but this max model is kind of a sleeper hit. It's not a high handicap model necessarily. We'll have tour players even playing the max model as well. So I would say you got to go get fit. We always talk about that. Uh, but for me, the max model was the best of the three. I'm not a high spin guy. So the sub zero was not as great, and you know I don't I don't swing it at 120 miles an hour like you, Brian. <laughs> nice, that's very <laughs> nice of you. So, and and tell us a little bit about the shafts that you're going to be offering with those with those three heads. Yeah, we got really really premium shafts this time around, Bob. So um, going all the way from 40 grams all the way up to to 80 grams. So starting in the lightweight category, we have the USD Helium. It's probably the best known lightweight shaft that's out there. Really high performing lightweight shaft. We've got a new shaft that we worked with Project X on, the Up the Gut. That's the Evenflow Riptide. It's been out on tour for a month or so, getting good traction. That's kind of our Up the Gut in the 50 and 60 grams. And then our really stout offering is the Alda La Rogue, the 130 MSI. So this is going to be your low torque option. We have that in 60 and 70 and even in 80 grams. So ton of different options on the stock side. A lot of no upcharge shaft options out there as well. All right, got to ask you about Fairway Woods because uh, the the line wouldn't be complete without him. I've said this every year when we talk Fairway Woods, Dave, and I and I absolutely mean it. Three woods are tough, uh, you know. I mean, when when you find a three wood, I mean, look at Henrik Stenson, great example, right? When you fall in love with a three wood, you stick with it. Talk us through with this, these Fairway Woods and uh, why do we want to switch? Yeah, so this Fairway Wood lineup is really exciting. I mean, these these are a huge leap forward. I, I, I look back on what we've done with fairway woods. When we first put the face cup in a fairway wood with the X hot, that was a huge leap forward. And that's what took Callaway to the number one spot in fairway woods where we've been ever since. Then we put jailbreak in the rogue fairway woods. It's another leap forward. Now we have this fully optimized 
splash face SS20. It's that same kind of leap forward. So huge leaps in, in ball speed. You know, we're seeing it two and a half, three miles an hour faster than Epic Flash, which is just a massive jump because Epic Flash was a great fairway wood, number one selling fairway wood. So once again, we have the three models covering all bases. We have a brand new fairway wood, this max fairway wood that we've never had before. So it has a shallow face, but it's big and very, very easy to hit. Brian, you mentioned how hard it is for players to hit three woods, even five woods, to get it up in the air. So we have a lower leading edge than we've ever had. And we have a center of gravity that is really deep. So these these fairway woods are going to be super easy to launch. So people who struggle to hit fairway woods out into the air, they got to try Maverick. Just to clarify, Dave, they are they can be difficult to hit, no doubt about it. It would be the most or the least loft you would use typically off of uh, without a tee. However, uh, I I love my three woods, and what I meant by tough, it's tough that once you find one that you love, it's tough to want to switch. That's what I think is tough. I, I see guys hanging on to three woods, you know, maybe longer than any other any other club in their bag. But uh, I, I tell you what, it sounds like you guys have outdone yourself again. I'm excited to try it. I didn't think I would want to switch out of my rogue three wood. And I put Epic Flash in play after one swing. I mean, it was that good. So I'm anxious to give this one a shot. It uh, sounds sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, we're really proud of it. You know, there's certain products that the R&D guys, they get this little twinkle in their eye when they see the kind of performance. And that's what they're seeing with the Fairway Woods. So I expect this to be a huge, huge year for us in Fairway Woods. Color scheme so what, is good, what, too, by the way. Sorry, yeah, Bob. color scheme is great. Um, what, what, lofts, what lofts do you have in your, in your Fairway Woods that you're offering? Well, these are fixed hosel bobs, so we've got a ton of different options. So you've got a strong three, so we have a 13.5 degree. We have 15 degrees in three. We have 16.5 and, and four. We have 18 with five. We have a seven wood. We have a heaven wood. We have a nine wood. We have the 11 wood. So we got, we got everything covered. We got something for everybody. So that's strong threes for me and that 11 woods for you, Bob, just in case you were wondering. That's where we are on the spectrum. So. <laughs> ouch. Well, that's fight words, aren't they? Isn't it, Dan? Dave. Ouch. Uh, ouch. You know, I, I, have to, I have to talk smack this time of year because it's too cold for where we live to go play, but I still haven't beat him. So uh, that, that's all I have to say about that. But Hey, Dave, great stuff, man. Hey, looking forward to having you on again because you got a whole set of irons we got to talk about as well. Uh, but congrats on the launch. It's re- really exciting stuff. Congrats on the tour success as well and uh we're looking forward to getting out this cold spell and and uh, hitting it and find out what maverick's all about yeah looking forward you know i think we got some on the way for you guys so let us know after you've gotten a chance to try them out uh, how they're working for you yeah we'll do hey have a great night i know you're super busy we appreciate you taking the time and uh, always good to catch up with you Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. You got it. There you go. Thanks, Dave, Dave Neville, Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway Golf. That guy has been done and seen it all and uh, really kind enough to spend some time with us. I'm, you know, we, we feel very fortunate to call Dave a friend and uh, appreciate our relationship and partnership with Callaway Golf. Check it out. If you haven't done so, get out to the website at CallawayGolf.com. Even better yet, go see one of your favorite shops and go get custom fit for the all-new Maverick line from Callaway. All right, short break. Show continues next. 
When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence. A powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Dave Neville for spending some time. There you go. You're up to speed. You're up to date. You know what's happening with the new Maverick driver from Callaway. Check out CallawayGolf.com. Get out and uh, find out what this is all about, the new technology. And by the way, follow us on Twitter, at RealGolf, or any of our social Insta or Facebook at Real Golf Radio, and chance to win one of those new Maverick drivers. In the meantime, our own little Maverick, we call him the caddy. There are bag rats. Ah! 
And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, that's not his nickname, Maverick, but there probably is a caddy named Maverick, I would guess. All caddies seem to have some kind of a nickname. Uh, Caddy, how are you, man? There's a Maverick McNeely, but I don't think he's a caddy, Grandma. (laughs) Fair enough. He's a player. Well, we don't know that, but he's a heck of a golfer. (laughs) Hey, so, Caddy, where are you today? I'm driving into the beautiful Monterey Peninsula Country Club, and uh, actually I'm heading over to Spyglass. Wow. Spyglass Hill. Yeah, which I I think has always been one of the top handful of toughest courses on tour, top three or four. What makes it so? Spies. Awesome. What makes, what it, makes it, so? it so difficult? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hilly. It plays long. Um, it's got a lot of pine trees all over the place. And you get the wind occasionally from the ocean. You can really make it tough. Just a great, great tough golf course. It's it's right there in front of you. There's nothing tricky about it. But it's it's, a, it's one of the best. But it's a it's a I pretty guess. fun start on that golf course with those first four or five holes before you head back up into the up into the trees and up on the on the side of the hill. It's beautiful heading down that hill. As soon as you make the turn down the hill on one, you see the ocean from way up above and. You're playing those other ocean holes. It's pretty awesome. Obviously, getting ready hey, for. I gotta, a, give, I yeah. gotta give a shout out. I gotta give a shout out to Bryson. Okay. Not Bryson DeChambeau, though. Okay. This Bryson, I was uh, working at Tory and just happened to be on the third tee and looked over to the fifth hole, and there's a ball disappearing in the hole. Hold out nine iron, second shot for eagle, five at Tory. Hey. from St. George, Utah. Yeah. Really? All right. One of our Utahns down there. Right. Awesome. That's sweet. That's right. With a caddy witness. Right. That's even better. Uh, you know, there are people on the third tee who whooped it up. It was witnessed by half a dozen people. So. Wow. Impressive, yeah. When you That's get, awesome. When you get lucky somewhat and you happen to hit one of your best shots you've ever hit, it is nice to have an audience, though, right? Oh, you got to love it. All right, you brought up Torrey Pines. Uh, I understand there's some changes the players will be looking at next week at the Farmers Insurance Open. Take us through what uh, you saw, a north course, south course. Well, the north course hasn't changed any from last year. It, it's in great shape. The south That's the first thing. that The courses are probably in as good a shape as I've ever seen them in 25 or 50 years, however long I've been going out there. And so that's great and they're actually firm they the fairways were firm the greens were firm which is pretty rare out there at this time of year and and so that's guys love it when the conditions get firm so that's good stuff the south course had a little facelift uh in in the preparation for the u.s open a couple tees added here and there um a little bit of bunkering here and there and it's really really good and it's really really hard and it's almost 8,000 yards long. <laughs> That's Whoa. what I was going to ask you. You said some new tees. Did they throw some stuff back a little bit further? And what holes? Yeah, so let's see. The first one wouldn't be till number 
actually, you got to go back to 15. Um, oh, 10, I'm sorry, number 10, that's the, that's the big one. 10 went back another 30 or so, 40 yards, and um, it's 300 to carry that first left bunker. So it's no longer a driver wedge. It's now a driver 7, 6 iron or something like that, 5 iron depending on weather and all that. Left to right fairway, you've got a lot of, you got a little bit of sloping fairways that slope opposite the dog leg, which I'm not a real big fan of, but they're tough to hit. Uh, so so that, that's another thing. Not only are the fairways narrow, but they slope a little bit, which makes them effectively even more narrow. And uh, the fairway bunkering is, is, is not too penal. You can hit, a yeah, tour pro can hit out of it with no problem, but it still causes a little bit of a, a problem. Um, but yeah, just overall, so, so they lengthen 10 and then, and then 14 or 15. I'm not sure. I can't even think. I don't think this tee was in before. It, it may have been. We may have not just used it, but it's 5.15 or so from the back, from the tips on uh, 15. I don't think the tour would play in that tee. But that that gets the back nine close to 4,000 yards. It's like a few yards short of 4,000. Wow. Oh, 17. And they put a tee back left on 17 a little bit. I really like that change. It gives it a way different visual on the tee shot. It's pretty cool looking. It's not less than that much longer. It's maybe 10 yards longer. But it's just a cool, it's a a different angle. You're hitting more left, to, you know, it's a more dog leg left now. It's probably 20 yards left of the old tee. So, so. It's, it's USGA, US Open, grade A prime setup. I mean, and there's, I guess the, the rough is probably lush as ever. The rough's pretty thick. It's not U.S. Open rough, but it's pretty. It's pretty thick. If they don't cut it down, it's going to be a. It's it's usually a factor in that tournament anyway out yeah. there. Just because, just because it's got a little bit of moisture to it. So I, every time I've played it, the South Course tour, uh, caddy, I, I feel like it. That rough makes it even long. I can't. I mean, I know these guys are not a lot stronger and a lot better than I am, but coming out of that rough, I can't, I, I just can't. It's so thick. I, I can't advance it very far. So essentially, it's almost like a, a at least a half shot, maybe a shot penalty for me when I drive it in the rough. Yeah, it's definitely a half shotter. It's probably a half shotter for more, most of the tour players right now too. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough enough for that. Hey, so this week uh, they're playing in Palm Springs. Phil Mickelson is the host. You got any good Phil Mickelson stories for us? I've got to figure out which one I'm going to tell. <laughs> There's, do you know about the inchworm? No. So I didn't witness this, and I'm not sure I wanted to witness this because this, this is something you probably couldn't unsee. But at the President's Cup, apparently Phil Mickelson decided to entertain the other players and, and their wives with his inchworm impersonation. So he gets down on the floor and becomes a human inchworm, and I guess it's pretty comical to watch. Old Phil Mickelson. 30 pounds heavier doing an inchworm across the floor. So, <laughs> you yeah. have to see that to kind of, yeah, that one, that one ever, apparently was a pretty, pretty big hit in the, uh, in the, in the game room. So you, let's see. You know, what, while you're thinking that, about that caddy, I mean, they, the, the PGA tour did an article and they called him the greatest showman. And, and we, Bob and I've been talking a little bit about that. You know, he really is in that Arnold Palmer playing to the crowd, you know, the thumbs up, the smile, all that stuff. He really is kind of the, 
the Arnold Palmer of this generation in a sense. I mean, Arnold didn't win as many as Jack, and uh, Phil's not going to win as many as Tiger. But, man, sure, uh, the popularity is is almost equal, and the entertainment value is super high, and you just never quite know. Bob brought up the the shot that he hit on uh, Augusta, uh, number 13, out of the pine straw, you know, through the trees, over Ray's Creek, you know, nothing but green. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, pulling shots off like that's. I mean, that's what we've come to love about Phil. That, there's no doubt about it. Phil's an autograph signer, too. I, I, he'll sit there and find lots and lots and lots of autographs, which he probably probably learned that from the king. Palmer did certainly love to sign the autographs or, and spent a lot of time doing it. Phil, I think that one appeal, feeling, appealing thing about Phil is he's completely inhuman at times, and then he's completely human at times. So everybody can relate to Phil because Phil will go out there and shoot you a little 83 and make a couple doubles and triples and hit a few balls out of bounds with an iron, just like everybody else does in the world. But then he'll go out and shoot 61 the next day and hit some crazy lob shot and, and, and fly a driver 330, which no one can do, even most tour pros. So I think that's one kind of interesting thing about Phil is he goes from the ridiculous to the sublime and you can't, you could never relate to tiger um, on a human level because tiger just was kind of flawless and physically so good and never messed up. And, and then you have Phil who, who, who does both. So I think that's one reason fans embrace him so much is because it's kind of like, it's kind of like watching NASCAR. It's fun when it's a great race, and you know there's going to be a good record, too. too. So <laughs> it's just great entertainment that you can kind of relate to. Because most people, when they drive their car, you're probably going to get there, and you're probably going to wreck once or twice, too. So, <laughs> I love it. There I love go. it. He is the yep. people's champion, no doubt about it. Well, Caddy, thanks for your time, man. Enjoy the Monterey Peninsula, and uh, Tori should be a good one next week. We'll catch up with you then. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy, and thanks for the shout-out to our boy Bryce down in St. George, Utah. We'll take a short break, wrap up hour number one next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right welcome back to the show brian and bob with you thanks for joining us here on real golf radio wrapping up hour number one still to come on the back nine hour number two we're going to welcome in our good friend senior writer for GolfChannel.com, rex hoggard He's been out to the desert and back to Florida. He's got some inside scoop on Phil Mickelson as we look forward to his 2020 season, among other big names who will be debuting for 2020 next week in San Diego at Torrey Pines. Tiger Woods, Brooks Koepka, Rory McIlroy, uh, Jordan Spieth, and others. Uh, so we'll talk about all of those names on the back nine, hour number two. Stay tuned. But first... It's time for the Hoops Vision 2020. See what you've been missing. Brought to you by Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. And, Bob, we know that Phil Mickelson was a runner-up at the U.S. Open six times. But what are we missing? Well, along with those runners-up, he had five wins, of course, and 11 runners-up total, 38 top tens in 108 starts. Wondering who uh, has the most? Jack Nicklaus. 164 starts in major championships. And of course, he had 18 wins. But did you know, he finished runner-up 19 times. Wow. 19 times. 19 times. Well, that proves that runner-up in a major championship is not that bad. No, it's not that bad. And there you go. I agree with you. That's the hoops vision See what you've been missing. Go to hoopsvision.com. And by the way, when you book your comprehensive consultation free, uh, but you mentioned Real Golf Radio, you're going to save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. They're the best in the world. That's why people travel all across the country and outside the borders to get their vision corrected by Dr. Hoops and Dr. Hoops Jr. at hoopsvision.com. See what you've been missing here in 2020. Hey, 2020, right? It's the year of the eyes. Yep. It's the year of the eyesight. This is the time to make it happen. Bob and I have yep. done it. Mike Weir, Masters champion, he went to Hoops Vision. Boyd Summerhays, Bruce Summerhays, Mike Reed, some of these guys that you might have heard uh, from the world of golf all trusted Dr. Hoops at Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. All right, that'll wrap up hour number one of Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two is coming up next. Uh, You know, who are you looking forward to 
the most next week? Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Rory McElroy. That's what we're going to talk about. Back nine, hour number two is next. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A month after they were approved by the U.S. House, House impeachment managers delivered the two articles of impeachment to the U.S. Senate yesterday after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi formally signed them. House managers will now return to the Senate today to exhibit the charges of abuse of power and obstruction of justice. Senate Majority Leader Republican Mitch McConnell describes the oath that members will then be taking later today. Then the Chief Justice will swear on all of us senators. We'll pledge to rise above the petty factionalism and do justice for our institutions, for our states, and for the nation. The trial itself will begin on Tuesday. The president of Guatemala says Mexico has blocked a caravan of migrants headed to the United States, saying they would not be allowed to cross Mexico's southern border at Honduras. And this is USA Radio News. If you're thinking about life insurance from low-cost term to business or estate coverage or perhaps a small policy to cover your final expenses, why spend more than you have to? Hi, I'm John David Wells from The Wells Report. Since 1986, AccuQuote has helped hundreds of thousands of folks save a fortune on their life insurance by quickly comparing the rates, features, and financial strength of dozens of top-rated life insurance products right over the phone. Want some examples? A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half-million-dollar 10-year level term policy for less than 45 Five bucks a month. Oh, you say you're 60? No problem. Under 120 bucks a month. 20 or 30 year terms. Even permanent plans are available. Okay, so you might have some health problems, huh? Lots of us do, but the experts at AccuQuote will still work with you to find the best affordable policy. To find out how much you can save, call AccuQuote today. 877-439-8830. That's 877-439-8830. 877-439-8830. AccuQuote. Call them today. Each policy points and availability vary by state. The U.S. Senate votes today on a major trade agreement with Mexico and Canada meant to replace NAFTA. The United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, or USMCA, is expected to pass and go to President Trump for his signature. Britain's Prince Harry making an announcement yesterday, the first time he'd been seen publicly since the start of the row over the recent announcement that he and his wife, Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, would be stepping away from their duties as senior members of the British royal family. Harry saying the 2022 Invictus Games will be in Dusseldorf, Germany. In 2022, the Invictus Games will travel to a new country, a new home for respect for our armed forces. The annual game showcased the talents of sick and injured service members and veterans. The wrestling world's mourning the loss of Rocky Soul Man Johnson. He's died at the age of 75. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. For the first time in history, the Pope has named a woman 
to serve as manager of the Vatican's Secretary of State's office. USA's Wendy King reports. Francesca Di Giovanni, a 27-year-old professional in the Catholic Church, Pope Francis announced her appointment as Undersecretary for the Section of Relations with States. Di Giovanni has worked in the multilateral sector and focused on migrant and refugee matters in the office, and she specializes in international humanitarian law, communications, private international law, and intellectual property and tourism. The move is in line with Pope Francis's prior comments favoring a greater role for women at the Vatican. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. President Trump today is to announce a new federal effort that he says will safeguard students' ability to pray in school. They can already pray alone or in groups at school, just as long as other students aren't compelled to join in. And there will soon be two new soda and coffee drinks on store shelves. Coca-Cola is launching three flavors, dark blend, vanilla, and caramel. The 12-ounce cans have 70 calories and more caffeine than regular Coke. It's been a success in Europe, so the company decided it would try it here. Pepsi also announced its coffee cola last month. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Once again, if you missed hour number one, Dave Neville, America's favorite caddy, all joined us and some fun discussions on Phil Mickelson, as well as the inside scoop from Dave Neville from Callaway Golf on the all-new Maverick Drivers. Launch week this week for Callaway. PGA show coming up. Uh, Lots of things to talk about product-wise with Callaway, and we're hooking you up. It's been 20 years. We're fortunate. We appreciate you giving us a listen and a follow. And uh, so if you're not following us on social media, uh, please do so. You can follow us at Real Golf on Twitter. You can also follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Real Golf Radio. And if you'll do that, uh, you are automatically entered to win to a brand new Maverick driver, one of three. Maverick Drivers, um, new Callaway Maverick Drivers from uh, Real Golf Radio. So uh, give us a follow. You can check out the, the post on what to do, tag some friends, repost all the stuff, and uh, help us to, to 
boost our audience on social media, join the conversation as well. We appreciate that. Hey, still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in Rex Hoggard, senior writer for golfchannel.com. Flew all the way across the country to visit with one Phil Mickelson, who is yep. making his 2020 debut and will turn 50 later this summer. And wanted to find out a little bit about what uh, his plans were and uh, what we can expect from Phil throughout the year and some really good insights and stories coming up from Rex Hoggard in about uh, 20 minutes or so. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, Phil Mickelson hosting this week at the American Express. Bob, we didn't even talk about in hour number one, the comments that he made. Oh, and, yeah. And he shot down the Champions Tour real quick. He says, as long as I'm hitting bombs, I ain't going to be playing the Champions Tour anytime soon. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I mean, the guy, uh, look, I don't know if it's an ego thing or if he just literally feels like, look, unless I lose distance, why would I switch to the old guy tour? That's kind of what he made it sound like, right? <laughs> as long as I don't lose distance, why would I switch to the old guy tour? I mean, yeah. that's not a well, quote, but that's, that's my interpretation. Right, but that's my interpretation of what he yes. said, essentially, right? Well, it, that's exactly what he said. And as we mentioned, he won last year. So it's not like he's been washed up for years and he's just looking to go onto the Champions Tour. And by the way, that, that's not a negative commentary on those that are getting ready to go on the Champions Tour. Mike, I'm not no, talking about you, but I'm just it. saying some guys, are their, their games didn't stay at the highest level that they once experienced in their career. And so they have almost a new lease on life with the Champions Tour, and it's great to see. We love watching these guys play golf, and I'm like, I'm glad the Champions Tour is there for him. Phil Mickelson, he still feels like he's competing with the big boys. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about some of the more the other big boys making their return in 2020 to Torrey Pines. All that straight ahead right here on Real Golf Radio. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Saw from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen. 
Maverick, Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. And this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick Irons. Hey, to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick Irons. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get the new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf and uh, we thank you for joining us here brian and bob with you uh lots to get to this hour and again if you missed hour number one be sure to get out to our website realgolfradio.com or any of our social actually social is the best way to get us at real golf on twitter or at real golf radio on insta and facebook you can catch it there as well as your favorite podcaster sites that are available for download and listen at your convenience rex hogger joins us coming up here in just a couple of moments and uh, we got to talk with him about the big names that are going to be playing next week on the PGA Tour. Well, let me ask you this question, Bob. Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, or Rory McIlroy, who are you most looking forward to seeing next week at Tory? I think I'm most forward, looking forward to seeing Tiger Woods, to see how he is transitioning from December now into January and playing a golf course that he's won on, what, seven or eight times now between PGA Tour events and the, and the U.S. Open. I'm looking forward to seeing how he comes out of the gates firing if he has a chance to win his 83rd um, on the PGA Tour and becoming the what winner winner of the most events on the PGA Tour yeah, right off the yeah. bat in 2020. Well, hey, that's a good way to start 2020 off. You ended with a historic tie of uh, Sam Snead with 82 wins on the PGA right. Tour. So if your very if next event in Japan, yeah, if the very next event you come out and pick up 83. Whoa, buckle up, baby. Yeah, um, that'd be fun. I, you know, he he hasn't played his best golf on Torrey Pines in his later years. It it almost seems like it's kind of biting. He's always back. been hurt though. He's always been struggling with his back or. With his glutes that weren't firing or whatever. Activated. Yeah. Couldn't activate those glutes. Yep. Well, as true as that may or may not be, you're, you're right. You're, he, you know, as far as I meant, as true as the activating glutes excuse was. But <laughs> for whatever reason, you're right. He did have some injuries, and, and, and we, we saw, you know, less than what we expected. But, you know, look, he's got a lot of game there. And as you mentioned, very familiar with the golf course, even though there's some changes um, on the course, and that always messes with with guys, especially Tiger, who you know 
plays a lot off of memory. But I, I'm with you. I obviously Tiger Woods is the story. Anytime he tees it up, but mm-hmm. I, I've, I'm really intrigued. And by the way, I expect Rory to just play awesome. You know, I have no, I have no uh, question that Rory will have an amazing year in 2020. I, I really don't. I think he's going to tear it up, and probably too much so for the Ryder, our Ryder Cup liking. Not to say that they're going to win, but he's going to be another great force in the Ryder Cup mm-hmm. at Whistling Straits this fall. But uh, he's going to have some majors to, to reckon with before that point in time. But Brooks Kepka. You know, I, I mentioned I mentioned Brooks Kepka because last year three wins, three seconds, and a third. He finished two, one, two, four in the major championships. He's the number yep. one player in the world, and yet it feels like we haven't seen him in an, an almost well, an entire we season. We haven't seen him in a long time. I mean, you know, basically what happened was he had his knee worked on right after the tour championship, had stem cells injected into it, that kind of thing. He rehabbed it, came back, played his first event in Korea. And, um, and withdrew. I guess, I guess he slipped. Uh, at least that's what the, what the reports are. He slipped and re-injured his knee and withdrew from the event, and we haven't seen him since until this week in Abu Dhabi, and he's playing some pretty good golf. Well, so, um, I, I, you know... I don't he's he also said that, you know, it wasn't it's it's not a hundred percent like his other knee is. Um, but he said it's eighty-five percent and he's not having any pain. Just walking the golf course and that kind of stuff during the week has caused him to has caused him it to be a little bit sore, but he's fine. You know, Brooks Kepka is is a little bit. He's got a shroud of mysteriousness about him, doesn't he? <laughs> Secrecy. He he yep. he's just kind of as a little bit of an enigma out there. He's he's a superstar that wants the attention, complains when he doesn't get promoted, when he should get promoted, and yet at the same time, whenever he's kind of asked about a major accomplishment, he blows it off like he could care less. So uh, he's he's an interesting fellow, and if in fact. If he wasn't winning so much and a mm-hmm. little bit more likable, he's not far off from Patrick Reed, is he? I mean, Patrick's. Oh, got the, I think he is. I think he's way off from Patrick Reed. He's not that I far I off. I don't think he's even close. Let's to forget being about what Patrick this, Reed. Let's, is. Well, let's forget about the cheating sand thing from a few weeks ago. Well, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Patrick Reed gloats. He doesn't gloat. I mean, remember when Patrick he Reed gloats quietly won at Doral, and it was an HSBC event. Patrick Reed wins Doral, and he says, I'm one of the top five players in the world. He wasn't even close at the time. Brooks Kefka would never came out and said any of that. Okay. All right. So, so again, I didn't say they were exactly. I said no. they're, he's, he's, kinda, he's close to Patrick Reed. He doesn't really give a darn about what you think or, or anything. He just goes and does his business, and he's, you know, he's not that relatable. He's not that... Uh, uh, forthcoming with information or you know f- funness. You don't see him Things out. On he wouldn't do though is he wouldn't blow up on on his Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup team or um, throw his his captains under the bus or anything like that. I, I think he's got a little bit more class than Patrick Reed does. So I I I mean. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think they're in the same category. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. That said, he is interesting. He's he's a little prickly. Very. He's a little prickly. Can we say that? Yeah, he can be prickly. Y- yes. You probably don't want to hug Brooks Kepka per se. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might get stuck. Well, I just, you know, I mean, you just, uh, I don't know that you just want to, he's not a guy that you'd be like, ah, hey, Brooks, what's up, man? A little, little bro hug here, man. But Rory McIlroy, man, that guy give you a hug. Well, see, and okay, so you think about it. We've had Boyd Summerhays on quite a few times on the on the show. Yeah, Boyd's not giving out hugs either, by the way. No, <laughs> but when when Preston Summerhays won the U.S. Junior Amateur this year, yeah. Brooks Kepka sent him a text and congratulated him and has spent time with him since. And I, and I think that's, I think to a certain extent, if, if you're on the inside circle and it's the same with any of these guys, if you're on the inside circle and they respect you or they, you know, like Brooks helping Preston or Tony Finau helping Preston and, and that kind of thing. I think they're they're good-hearted guys. Okay, I'll give you that. I think it's easier to like Jordan Spieth, for instance. I'm just going to say. Oh, of course. Okay, of course. So here are two yeah. people that I'm very interested in watching play golf next week: Brooks Kepka yes. and Jordan Spieth. I guess I would fe- I, I I would it would be it's just easier to be a fan of Jordan. And so I if Brooks' window closed and we didn't see him play very well, I don't know that I'm as bent out of shape about it or bummed out as I am when Jordan has kind of lost right. his game. Because well, Jordan's Jordan's all American guy, apple pie and Chevrolet, man. <laughs> How do you know he's not peanut a Ford butter guy? and jelly sandwiches? You know he's he's uh, he's the all American guy. Apple pie and Chevrolet, huh? Yeah. Was that like a Don McLean or something coming out there? You know, I mean, <laughs> drive that down to the levee, but the levee was dry. Is that where we're going? All right. No. All right. He's a good old boy from Texas, right? I mean, but but yep. look, Jordan Jordan from another standpoint. Look, Brooks from the standpoint that he's been dominating. Right. And can he continue doing that? Jordan once dominated and then fell off. So it's it's a comeback story. Everybody loves a comeback. And Jordan is has the opportunity to do that. Looking at his stats, Bob, he finally figured the putter out a little bit. Finally mm-hmm. got an opportunity to look. Looks like he's got some confidence back. I think he was second in strokes gained putting. But he is off the charts bad everywhere else um, trying to yeah. get to that putting surface. And so I'm right. anxious to see what he's been able to come up with. A lot of it, as you know, in this darn game is confidence. So That's can he exactly get that right. confidence back? Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Come so, on, Jordan. Uh, we're going to talk more about this in depth. I'm with, a fan of his. Yeah, it's hard not to be. Rex Hoggard, GolfChannel.com, joins us next. We'll ask him these questions and his thoughts on these players. Coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Just a reminder, we're on Twitter, at Real Golf. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, we're giving away a new Callaway Maverick driver. So if you're not following us, you might want to do that, and that'll get you entered to win a new Maverick driver from Callaway. At Real Golf is how you can give us a follow. All right, hey, we're excited for our, our next guest as uh, we talk about the stars coming out next week at Tory Pines. Phil Mickelson, of course, back this week. Tiger will join him next week at Tory. Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, among others. And here to talk about that is our good friend. He's a senior writer at GolfChannel.com. Longtime golf journalist, just one of the best in the business. Rex Hoggard, kind enough to be with us. Hey, Rex, how are you? Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, good to visit with you. And so you kind of heard the uh, the introduction there. And obviously, before we go to Torrey Pines, we start in the desert. Phil Mickelson hosting. I think that's a big step for him. Uh, he's also playing and making it very clear that he's not ready to jump to the Champions Tour and right off into the sunset just yet. He's got some goals. He's obviously worked hard physically on his body, but uh, he has not played good golf for almost an entire year. What's your thoughts on Phil and expectations for 2020? Well, I, I got to thinking about that. About two weeks ago, I texted his longtime agent, Steve Lord, we all know coach, about something random, and he texted me back. And then he added another text on top of that about still looking forward to a comeback year. And it got me thinking. It actually got me on an airplane. And I, I needed to fly out this week and, and have a chance to talk to, to Phil. He turns 50 in June, and, and that's a crossroads, even for a guy like Phil, who's competed very, very late into his career. Because at some point, 
you do start thinking about maybe transitioning to the Champions Tour or maybe even retirement. I mean, let's face it, Phil doesn't need to play anymore, everything he's accomplished. But I think in a weird way, reaching that milestone, that 50th birthday, is going to be motivation for him because it's going to give him an opportunity to decide, is this really what I want to do? The only thing that's really held him back the last few years, and he has said it time and again, after poor rounds is that he loses focus on the golf course. And for whatever reason that is, and as you pointed out, I think physically he is in the best shape of his life probably. And that, that's difficult to say at 49 years old, but he, he really put a lot of work into it. And so the trick is going to be middling. And I think the idea that maybe this could be the end of the road for him on the PGA tour could be that trick that keeps him going and keeps him competing against the younger players a little bit longer than he probably would have otherwise. You know, you talked about motivation and, you know, how Phil needs to be motivated. This this last fall, we uh, in December, we had the President's Cup. He wasn't on that team for the first time. Uh, of course, it's a Ryder Cup year, and, and that will be coming up. Uh, do you think that's motivation f- enough for him to be able to uh, kind of hit the, the top level of golf again and, and, and make his way onto that team? I think most guys are pretty reluctant. Now, they'll talk about goals, and, you know, of course, the famous one is Justin Thomas with all the goals pinned and thumbed into his phone that he shows us every year at Eastlake. But uh, most of them won't tell you what they are. And Phil was different. And when he was asked this year, uh, this week about the Ryder Cup, he said specifically that, yes, that, that's what his focus has been on, just physically and mentally he wants to be on that team. And now, I did ask him how difficult it was to sit on the couch and watch the President's Cup. That's the first time since 1994 he hasn't been on one of those teams. I mean, that's a pretty historic moment. And he really didn't answer the question. He kind of danced around it. But I do think that was a bit of an eye-opening experience for him, where it was kind of a wake-up call to force him into a situation where he realized that if he's going to play on another team, he's really got to do it quickly because this is probably going to be one of his last chances. He also added that he would not want to rely on a captain's pick, that a captain's pick should be used on some of the younger guys to give them an opportunity to grow into the team and, and take on that next generation. So he sounds like he's pretty resigned to either top eight or, or out. He is. I think with Steve Stricker on the team and the way it may work out, he may end up being a good pick. I mean, if Phil plays well this year and maybe he comes up just short, I can't imagine him being left off that team. Mm. All right. Also moving to Jupiter Island. I know you're a Floridian. Uh, what's your take? This is a guy that's lived his whole life in California. All of a sudden, Jupiter Island. Any any more insight on that? No. I mean, we, I had heard the rumors about it for a couple of weeks now, actually, and, and I had a chance to ask him about it. And, and, and he said they closed on the property on the 23rd of December. It doesn't sound like it's imminent. It, it's not going to happen anytime soon. His, his youngest child, his son, Evan, uh, still has a year and a half of high school, and I'm sure they want to stay in California until he graduates. But after that, I think this is something that he's looked at for a long time. And, and, and I didn't press him for a reason. I, I think, you know, a few years ago, back in 2013, he talked about California taxes and, and maybe trying to make, you know, having to make a, a difficult decision and a drastic move. I'm not quite sure if that's it or if he's just kind of reached the point again. He turns 50 in June and his youngest son graduates from high school. A, a lot of us, I mean, I'm kind of in a similar situation. I'm looking to the internet thing and downsize. So, Maybe that's the issue, but Jupiter Island's a nice place to be, man. I was going to say, are you downsizing yeah. on Jupiter Island? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to downsize to Merritt Island. How about that? There you go. There, <laughs> there you go. There you go. This next week, uh, Farmers Insurance uh, open. Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, a lot of the guys, Jason Day, 
Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, all those guys coming back. It's kind of the big, everybody is colliding with the big guys getting back out on tour and playing in the, in the first big event. What your thoughts about, about that and what, what you expect to see. It's fun. I mean, back in the old days, you know, back when I started covering the PGA tour, they talked about the round with sort of the place during the unofficial start of the tour season. And then, you know, they started the first week of January, but it wasn't until the round that all the top players showed up and now it's Tory. And I think it's, it, it's fun for the golf audience. I think it's it's fun to watch all these top players show up and to see where their games are at and sort of test it a little bit. And specifically the way the condensed season has worked out, you don't have a lot of time when they show up at Torrey Pines to get ready for the Players' Championship, which is sort of that first big hurdle. And then all of a sudden you've got the Masters and the PGA, and it, it builds from there. So it, it sort of comes at you quick. And I think all of these players are wanting, going to want to get off to a fast start, particularly against a deep field like that. Let's talk about some of the individuals. We, we talked about Phil's expectation. Tiger coming off a historic comeback year last year with a 15th major, fifth green jacket there at Augusta, win number 82 at the Zozo, dominant performance at the President's Cup. I mean, expectations for Tiger 2020 are off the charts. Are they fair, and do you expect him to continue the comeback in a Tiger-like fashion, or did we see just a little glimpse that we might not expect to continue? No, I think they're fair. And look, I always think that there are unrealistic expectations when it comes to Tiger Woods because he's done unrealistic things. But when you consider, I I didn't expect him to play well at all at the Zozo, simply coming off a surgery and he hadn't played for a while and flying all the way around the world. That's not a recipe for success for Tiger Woods. And that was just a dominant performance. And then what we saw at the President's Cup, like I, I will argue he was a better captain than player. And I know that seems outlandish because he played brilliantly. But he picked that course apart. Had had it been a stroke play event, he probably would have won that by five strokes. And then you start putting him on courses where he's had success, like Torrey Pines or Bay Hill, or we can keep going down the line. And it's always the caveat. You know, you always have to put the star at the end of the sentence where, yes, he could continue to do very, very special things if he stays healthy. And we've seen it time and time again. When he's not healthy, we saw at the end of last season when he was a little nicked and dinged up and he wasn't able to practice the way he wants to. He can't quite do the things that he used to do, whereas when he shows up and he's fresh and he's healthy and he's had a chance to prepare, he can still be very dominant. You know, uh, what about Rory McIlroy coming off last year as the player of the year on the PGA Tour, wins the Tour Championship um, and and a couple of other events? Um, the thing about Rory is he kind of ebbs and flows a little bit uh, roller coaster ride with Rory from year to year. Your thoughts about Rory and, and possibly what we can expect this year? It really is, although if you look at the roller coaster ride, I've kind of matched this up. He seems to play his best golf in Ryder Cup years. So last year would be the anomaly, right? And you would expect him to play well this year. I think the difference now with Rory, and, and I was fascinated by this, all the way from January to the end of the season, when, you know, when he did with, at, at Eastlake, how he didn't, he, he didn't ride the highs and he didn't let the lows get to him. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, he, looked, he comes up short in L.A. and he, he's optimistic and he thinks he's on the right track and he comes up short again and he kept building towards this crescendo. And of course he wins at the players championship and he was still the exact same person. I mean, he maintained that sort of level, didn't let anything get to him. And I, I was just so impressed by everything that he did just from a mental standpoint. He's a physical specimen. We know what he can do with the golf ball, but mentally I just think last year he took a huge step. 
I'm a huge fan of Rory, but I got to give Bob a little bit of a bad time. First of all, he said a couple other wins. So he mentioned the players as in a couple <laughs> other wins. I thought that was good. And, know, yeah. and, and he threw in uh, Rory ahead of Brooks, um, who won, you know, three wins, got the major, all that kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, it was uh, it did come down to Rory over Brooks for player of the year, although I think there's a lot of people that might uh, challenge that. But what's your take on, all kidding aside, what's your take on Brooks Kepka? Because this is a guy that's been an absolute major wrecking machine. He's number one in the world. Majors last year, he went 2-1-2-4. I mean, that's, that's just incredible stuff, and you don't see that very often in this game. And yet, I always look at windows, Rex. I look at how how long can guys keep that window open and play at that level. And and when you see windows closing and opening and closing and opening, it helps you realize the brilliance of Tiger for keeping that window open for so long. So now here comes Brooks. How long can we expect that window to stay open, and, and do you think at least continues through this year? Well, and you kind of glossed over sort of the interesting part of that, is he was already won the player of the year vote among the PGA Tour players. Mm. Brooks won among the golf riders, for whatever that means. And I'm not, not I think I actually voted for Rory, full disclosure. And it just kind of shows you what's important to certain people, where I think the PGA Tour players recognize Rory's week in, week out, sort of consistent dominance was a little bit better than what Brooks was able to do in the majors, whereas the golf riders were a little bit different. I, I think Brooks is a fascinating case, and, and he, I think he catches an undue and unfair amount of heat because he focuses so much on the majors. Uh, Tiger Woods made a career out of focusing almost entirely on the majors, and yes, he won plenty of other events, but his focus was always on the Grand Slam, and no one ever questioned him on that, and yet we want to question Brooks on focusing on the majors and doing very, very well in them. Let's face it, at least in a short sample. I mean, we, we don't have a huge sample at this point, but if he continues this pace throughout, a, let's say, a 15, 20-year career, it's going to be an amazing career. So I, I think we sort of overlook what he's been able to accomplish simply because he doesn't do it week in and week out, but he does it when it counts. You know, Brian, Brian mentioned uh, that window of opportunity on the PGA Tour for players. Um, was talking about Brooks Kepka. What about Jordan Spieth? Do you feel his window of opportunity is closed, or what do you expect out of Jordan Spieth this coming year? I don't think it's closed because he's still young and he's still healthy, and uh, I'm sure there's certain parts of him that, that feel like he can continue to do the things he did. And let's just go back to it. I mean, every player has something, has one part of their game they can lean on. For Rory, it's his driving, and uh, for Sergio Garcia, it was his ball striking and his iron play, and we all know for Jordan Spieth, it was thinking those 20, 25, 30 footers when it mattered. He didn't make all of them, but he made them when he counted. And he got away from that. I mean, he focused on better ball striking, hitting the ball further, whatever the case may be. And he doesn't make those 25, 30 footers like he used to. Now, whether or not if you can rekindle that and find that magic again, I don't know. But if he's, he's going to have any chance at all to get back to where he was before, he's going to have to find a way. This is the fascinating discussion in golf. Would you rely on a hot putter? Do you remember the putter guy or the, the ball striking guy? And, you know, because the putter's back. I mean, if you look at the stats, the putter, you know, Jordan started rolling the rock. Problem is he can't get it on the green. And, you know, there's a lot. Of, and yet you got Tony Finau on the other side where he is absolutely clutch, uh, tee to green. And, and yet putting is like he's in the 200 and something in, in putting. So it, it is kind of, it's, it's kind of an interesting game, right? I mean, you, you got to have something to rely on, but you got to be pretty good at some of the other stuff too well yeah, that's funny so I, a few years ago and i'm going to show my baseball sort of nerdy side and you know we all know moneyball and i tried to come up with whatever the stat was in golf that was moneyball whatever that case whatever that was driving distance ball striking putting whatever the case may be and so i talked to a bunch of swing coaches and players and whoever i could talk to 
sort of trying to figure this out. And what I discovered is whatever you don't do well, that's what you think is the key stat. So by, so to your point, if I was to ask Jordan Spieth what the key stat is, he's going to tell me driving the ball 350 yards. Whereas if I was asked Tony Finau what the key stat is, he's going to tell me putting. Well, whatever it is you don't do well, that's what you think is the magic stat. <laughs> that's why we all have brain damage as golfers. I've said that over and over. Exactly. <laughs> and I love Moneyball, by the way, one of my favorite movies. So, hey, Rex. So, yeah, sorry. We're out of time. I was Go just, ahead. You know, I was just going to say, if, if you had to see your crystal ball, um, what, what's one thing that you would like to see this year as far as any of the players winning or majors or whatever? Uh, well, I think Tiger's going to, you know, to break the all time wins, Mark. I think he's going to surpass Sam Snead. If I had to guess, it's going to be at Bay Hill and having been in Japan for 82, I think, you know, for 83 to come in Orlando and all, you know, that would come along with that would be really, really special. And then I, I think when we've talked about this so much, and I, I, I'm a big fan of Rory McIlroy, and I, I just talked about how mentally I don't think anyone has come so far so fast. I think eventually he gets the Masters, and I'd like to see it this year to complete the career grand slam. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be a great story, no doubt about it. Bob's been calling that for like three years now, ever since he had an opportunity. Bob's been saying, this I call, is I call the year. Bill, Jordan, and Rory yeah. every year. Yeah, he's looking for a Disney ending for all the grand slams. We're going to get it right eventually. If we keep you doing it, we're, you and I are going to get it right eventually. I love it. Hey, Rex, you're the best, man. Always fun to talk golf with you. Hey, DC, and, and you know what I love is you've been doing this for a long time, and you still love talking about it. You're still, you're in there, you're flying across the country, getting the stories and the insights. Uh, not Nice job, man. Great work. Appreciate it. Okay, we'll talk Thanks, to you again Rex. soon. There you go, Rex Hoggard, golfchannel.com, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it? Or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club. It's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win. Play your best golf. 
You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And we thank you for joining us. And a reminder that uh, if you're going to follow us on our social media pages at Real Golf on Twitter or at Real Golf Radio on Instagram and Facebook, you uh, can click on our little link that we posted and you can sign up, follow us, and potentially win a brand new Callaway Maverick driver. We're giving them away. Just follow us on social and you are entered to win details there on our at real golf on Twitter. All right, Bob, uh, love talking to Rex Hoggard there. Great stuff. The guy is a consummate professional. I mean, he knows his yep. stuff and uh, he, he does what it takes to cover the game. We love having him on the show. Appreciate him taking some time to be with us. Uh, love talking about Phil Mickelson. Love talking about uh, Jordan Spieth and some of the other guys uh, making their uh, debut on the PGA Tour next week at Torrey Pines. But uh, kind of getting back to Phil Mickelson, you know, um, Phil Phil is an, an interesting one. He did mention, as Rex Hogger talked about, that he's moving to Jupiter Island. You're, yeah. you're, a, you're a California guy. Uh, kind of grew up both in California and Utah. Uh, what's your take on that? I, I mean, at his age, just pulling up stakes from uh, Rancho Santa Fe, everything that he has established there in, in San Diego and moving to Jupiter, Florida. Well, maybe he maybe he figured he missed his window of opportunity because that's what Tiger did right from the start. Tiger grew up in the L.A. area and went right to Florida. Um, so maybe this this is Phil's kind of trying to hold on to the PGA Tour a little bit longer and make himself a little bit more competitive because – as we know on the PGA Tour, they play more bent or not bent grass greens, but a lot more of the of the Bermuda grass greens or strains of Bermuda grass greens than they do bent grass greens or even the Poana greens that you see out on the West Coast. So maybe he's going to also be cashing in a little more on some of these overseas trips, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. a little easier flying out of that side of the coast. I yeah. don't know. Uh, maybe it's just simply a tax move. I mean, it certainly is much more beneficial. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And, you know, like all the cool kids are living there in Jupiter Island, so maybe he wants to be part of it. <laughs> Feeling left out just a little bit. Well, he's going to – the other thing it's going to do is it's going to give him an opportunity when he's home and, and other guys are home to get into some good games there um, at uh, 
where those guys all end up playing. So is it like Parcheesi or, you know, no. Jim Money Rummy? Games on the golf course. You know, because he is, maybe maybe he's moving into Del Boca Vista there in Jupiter Island. You know, he is going to be 50. <laughs> so a little retirement community there for Phil and Amy. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, right around in their custom golf cart with their slippers on. I mean, this could be a good opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so Phil, the, you know, the other side of Phil is he mentioned, speaking of, he, he's not ready to get old anytime soon. He's been putting in a lot of work on his body and getting himself in shape. And, you know, he, he makes, you know, a lot to do about his calves and hitting bombs and all that kind of stuff. And it's fun. Look, I'm all about that. But he basically says, I'm not, he's not going to play the champions tour. As long as he can keep up distance wise, he's playing right. the regular tour. You're right. And, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We, we've saw Vijay Singh do the same type of thing. We saw guys bouncing back and forth many, many times um, between the PGA tour and the PGA tour champions. But I think Phil Mickelson, for the most part, is going to stay where he's at until at what, what point in time that he realizes, you know what, it's time to to make a move, and I want to be competitive and play those. The thing I will say, though, is that if it works with his schedule, I, I think you'll see Phil Mickelson playing uh, the PGA, Senior PGA Championship. You'll see him playing the Senior U.S. Open Championship, um, and it will remain to be seen what the, uh, the other majors on the Champions Tour what he'll play, but I think those two he will play. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, what's the over under on that he finishes runner up in his first senior U.S. Open? Just, just saying. <laughs> Make it seven. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, Rex Hoggers of the Golf Channel. You also uh, know our good buddy, Rich Lerner from Golf Channel. We caught up with him a few weeks ago. And one of the questions we asked him was about Phil Mickelson and his thoughts on Phil in 2020. Phil's uh, a great uh, explorer, right? I mean, and he, uh, I, I think the, uh, one of the characteristics you see in, in high achievers is they're constantly re-examining and whether it's, you know, personal or, you know, weight loss, I don't like the way I look or the way I feel. Uh, they're constantly challenging themselves and, and maybe even doubting themselves in some way, um, which I always found fascinating with, with, with the greats is, is there was a level of doubt which, which kept them sharp and, and hungry. Uh, I always remember the interview I saw on, on Inside the Actors Studio, uh, the you know, great show that aired with uh, James Lipton. He had Robert Duvall. Duvall, at this point, had to have been 70 or so. And Academy Awards and had done it all and uh, recognized as, as one of the great actors uh, of our time. And Lipton asked him, do, do you still doubt yourself in any way? And I was expecting to bomb this thing. Well, no, I'm an accomplished Academy Award winning actor. Why would I doubt myself? I've, I've achieved all you can achieve. And he looked at Lipton as if, what are you, crazy? All the time. I still doubt myself on whether I can do it or not. And that keeps me on edge, keeps me sharp. It keeps me working. It keeps me hungry. The fact that I doubt. So I, I think that's that's inherent, and we, we miss that sometimes. And Mickelson, at 50, I'm sure wants to prove people wrong. Uh, I, you know, if, if Sneed could win it 52, or for goodness sakes, Craig Stadler and, and, and Fred Funk, no, not to disparage those guys, but, you, I mean, guys have won it 50-plus, then then no doubt Phil could win at 50. Could he, could he win something special? Look, the, the all-time story. Right. And Bob, you know, Wingfoot well. Oh, yeah. Pop, right. Right. Yep. The all time story. It would be an all time story is if Mickelson at 50 were to go back to the scene 
of of his his, uh, his calamity 2006 at Wingfoot and finished the grand the career grand slam at age 50. I mean that would be that would be the story to end all stories. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not because Wingfoot's a place where you you better hit some fairways, yeah. and that's that's not been Phil's calling card. Although. You through all those years, we always said you need to hit fairways to win U.S. Opens, and yet Phil finished runner-up six times. Phil was, without the wind, was was really good, almost great at U.S. Opens uh, because of his short game. But uh, I don't put anything past guys like Mickelson and Woods. They're they're who they are, where they are in in, in the annals of the sport uh, for 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 good reason. There you go. That was Rich Lerner uh, from a few weeks ago. And, uh, of course, we had a really good interview with him. But that was just in part of our discussion after the interview was done. And yeah. he shared that with us, and I was rolling. So we wanted to, to play that this week. But, but you know, he's right. that there. I, although I don't think that Phil fancies himself as a guy who doubts. I don't think there's a whole Correct. lot of doubt in Phil Correct. Mickelson. Correct. Yep. I agree with you 100%. He's not a guy that doubts. In fact, he's to the opposite end of the spectrum. He is... Totally confident in himself and his abilities and what he's what he's able to do. So, um, yeah, no doubt. Phil Mickelson, you mentioned the six runners up. Mm-hmm. Pinehurst in '99, Payne Stewart would win that one. Tiger won Beth Page in 2002, uh, denying Phil Mickelson. Shinnecock 2004, won't forget that one. Retief Goosen, the winner. Wingfoot in 06, Jeff Ogilvy victorious phil mickelson says what an idiot i am or i think that yeah i think he said what i'm yeah. such an idiot that's what it was i'm such an idiot 2009 mm-hmm. back at beth page lucas glover this time holding off phil mickelson and then most recently 2013 at marion it was justin rose the interesting thing about that bob if you look at it outside of tiger woods you got Payne stewart retief goosen jeff ogilvy lucas glover justin rose um Am I off? Did Payne win another major? No. Well. Did he win a PGA? Yeah, he won a PGA championship. So Payne was a multiple major winner. Goosen was a multiple major winner. And then you've got three first-time major winners there. Yeah. So none of them had, other than Tiger, had as good of a career as Phil Mickelson did, you know? And no. Look, that, that's why, you know, look, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. But Dan Marino is one of the all-time great quarterbacks. You know, our our beloved you know, statues, John Stockton, Carl Malone, two of the greatest of all time, but never won an NBA championship. Phil Mickelson, one of the greatest of all times, not going to be a U.S. Open champ. Unless, as as Rich says, the amazing or the impossible happens this year. Yeah. And, and you know, I if Phil isn't in that category to be able to um, be in the U.S. Open, I don't think he's going to have to qualify because the USGA is going to give him an exemption. That wouldn't surprise me either. We'll take a short break, wrap up the show next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Boki SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Uh, welcome back Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Don't forget about our contest. Just go on and follow us on Twitter at Real Golf or on Instagram or Facebook at Real Golf Radio. And, uh, you know, look, follow the instructions, like us, share us, uh, comment, tag your friends, do all that stuff, and you are entered to win one of three Callaway Maverick drivers that we're giving away on January 30th. So pretty exciting stuff. And uh, you heard from Dave Neville earlier in the show, Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway, on uh, how awesome these drivers are. Uh, I'm anxious to hit it, looking forward to hitting it. And, yeah. uh, you know, these guys are on a roll. They come out with some seriously cool technology. So if you're in the market for a new driver, you just want to win one, be sure to give us a follow at Real Golf on Twitter or at Real Golf Radio on Insta and Facebook. Uh, Bob, uh, wrapping up the show, what'd you learn today? We'll go Dan Patrick style on what'd you learn? What'd you learn? Uh, first of thing I learned was not only does the new Maverick driver have artificial intelligence, but it has a face designed for each individual club mm. so you've got the you've got the maverick you've got the stand the maverick standard the maverick max and the 
and the um, sub zero, sub zero, and uh, so each face is made particularly for each of those clubs and each of the lofts with those clubs. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So the other thing I learned is I can't believe we're a third of the way through the PGA right? Tour season. It's crazy. It's the beginning of the year, but uh, not forget that it was September when we began the yeah. 2019 yep. 20 season. So, Correct. yeah, that, that was a good reminder by Rex Hoggard for sure. Here we are, and, you know, we're on the countdown. Everything's bunched up this year, Olympics and Ryder Cup later in the year, but um, it's it's go time for these guys. Yeah, and we've already got guys like uh, Tiger Woods who has won a PGA Tour event this year. This season. The season. Yeah. Have to separate that. The season yes. and the year. Yeah, yes. No doubt about it. Well, it's been fun. It's been a good show. Appreciate Dave Neville, the caddy, Rex Hoggard, all for stopping by and being part of the show. And be, thanks to you for listening. Be sure to catch us on the podcaster sites or wherever you download and listen to your content. For our producer, Dave Glauser, for Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. It's been real.